You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. In this podcast, we're gearing up for war with our series Built for Battle as we go through each piece of the armor of God. I want you to turn with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. And I know we stand a lot around here. It's kind of like a Richard Simmons workout. Jane Fonda or somebody. You can tell I don't watch their videos. Stand with me for the reading of the word of God. We're in our fourth week already of the series Built for Battle. And uh, we started out week one with a loin belt of truth, which is the word of God. Then the second week was the breastplate of righteousness, my righteousness is but filthy rags, but when God looks down, since I'm a new believer, I'm a born again believer, he sees the righteousness of Christ. Last week was the shoes of peace. Paul was writing from a prison. Uh, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, he's looking at the Roman soldier, inspired by God, begins to write that still is effective today. Isn't it amazing? God didn't write this to be a number one seller. God wrote this to be a number one deliverer, a number one healer, a number one, oh my goodness, somebody just say amen and give him a hand clap. Praise the Lord. So let's go to the shield of faith, amen. I am, I am so ready, I'm telling you, I'm ready. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's ready. Above all, somebody say above all. Let me tell you what that means. It means above all. Taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all, somebody say all, all. the fiery darts of the wicked. Miss Mary, bless the reading of the word of God. Father, we come to you this morning once again, Lord, just to thank you for the presence that's felt in this house this morning. That's right. We thank you, God, today that your Holy Spirit is here to bring peace, healing, God, whatever needs today, Lord, your peace and your healing, everything, Lord, that we have need of is here, God, for the taking. We thank you today for the word. I pray today, God, that our faith would increase, oh God, that, Lord, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, God, that you would raise up that standard. God, that we would put on the shield of faith, God, believing and trusting in an almighty God this morning. We thank you and praise you. Touch our pastor this morning. Anoint him afresh and anew. And God, I pray for deliverance in the house this morning, God, for whatever the need may be. God, you are sufficient and will not fail to praise you and give you glory for it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. It's very, very important that we understand that the shield and the loin belt were inseparably linked to each other. So you can visualize that. The massive shield of the Roman soldier rested on a small clip attached to his loin belt when it was not in use. It was hooked together. So the loin belt is representative of the written word of God is the Bible, amen? The Bible is the best book ever written and the author never died. He's still alive. 
alive, amen. He did die, but he arose on the third day. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise, amen. So attached to this loin belt of truth is the shield, and the shield is representative of faith. Extremely important uh, that we understand that your faith is attached to the word of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? I want to say it again. Your faith is attached to the word of God. So if you plant a seed, let's just say you take a small seed and you shove it down in the dirt, you don't see actually that seed beginning to grow. But if you water it, beneath the soil, it will begin to sprout. And then all of a sudden, it'll start breaking through the ground. And every day as you water that seed, you still do not see that actual seed and that actual plant growing. But when you go back the next day, you kind of notice that it's grown some. And then maybe in a week or so, you're like, wow, I put that seed in the ground. Can I tell you, that's how your faith will grow. You may not see it, but as long as you keep watering it with the word of God, day after day, after a few months and a few years, you look back and say, whoa, that was a seed, but today it is an oak tree. Somebody, if you know what I'm talking about, and God has grown your faith through the watering of the word of God, you ought to give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! So this is why Paul says, let, 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 let me jump back about the seed. This is something I threw in, and I just want you to go home and look at it in Matthew chapter 13. But he that receives seed into the ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it. To understand it, you gotta study it. Which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. So I want you to go home. It has nothing. To, this is not the, the armor of God that I'm talking about. But I'm throwing a little side note in there. Go home and look in this chapter four. At the four, excuse me, chapter 13, at the four types of soil represents four different responses to God's message. And then ask yourself, how do I judge myself? Have, ask yourself what kind of soil you have become in your life and have you taken root? So this is why Paul said in Romans 10 and 7, teen, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Your faith will grow by hearing the word of God. Your faith is growing right now, but you can add to that by reading the word of God yourself because even if you don't read it out loud, you're still hearing your own thoughts and your faith will grow. Somebody say amen. So faith and the word of God are tied together. No word in your life, no faith in your life. What goes in will come out. Very little word in your life, very little faith in your life. So Paul began his text on spiritual armor by listing the loin belt of truth first. Why did Paul list this first? Because the Holy Spirit wanted to tell us something very, very important. The word of God is central and foremost to everything else that we have in God.
is the word of God. It's everything, it's of all importance to every other thing that we have. So today we're talking about the shield of faith. Ephesians 6 and 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Roman soldiers, they own two kinds of shields. The small round shield, or the one next to it over here, they were designed just for a ceremony or a parade. And my mind went to, how is your faith designed today? Is it just for a parade? Is it just for a ceremony? Is that the level of faith you have? Or is your shield, your faith, prepared for battle? How many's ever been in a battle in your life? I'm talking the devil showed up with all hell at your house. You know what I'm talking about. So the shield is what Paul refers to in Ephesians chapter six, verse 16, when he speaks of the shield of faith. The word shield taken from the Greek word therius refers to a door that was wide in width and long in length. So this shield here was really not designed, either one of these two, for the battle. So I want you to visualize these soldiers, they wasn't in a parade. They wasn't in a ceremony. They were in a battle. And as I read a little bit about it, and this is all I could find to kind of go along with it, but it was much higher than this and much wider. And we're gonna learn a little bit about this shield that I believe will help us and help those at home on live stream and those watching by television. So shield is what Paul refers to when he speaks of the shield of faith. The Romans used this word for their shields they carried in the battle because these shields were shaped kind of like a door. The Holy Spirit selected this second shield, Therius, as the illustration of faith for you and I today, telling us that God has given us enough faith to make certain that we are completely covered in life. That little bit of faith, that little bit of shield will not cover you in every battle in life. But when you get behind the shield, the faith that God wants you and I to have, it is like a door and you are completely covered from the fiery darts that the enemy wants to bring your way. If you want your faith to grow today, put your hands together and give God another hand clap and a shout of praise. Romans 12 and three, the very first part, excuse me, the second part of the verse, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. The shield of faith that God has given you is strong and it's lasting faith. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you gotta pick it up. You can have it, it's there, but you gotta pick it up. You gotta grow it, do you hear me? You gotta water your, your faith with the word of God. And the next thing you know, it'll continue to grow and you'll be standing behind something that is so massive, your faith is so dynamic that no darts of the enemy can intrude. I don't know about you, but that's a good place to be. You can just stick your head out once in a while and say, hey, go ahead, take another shot. Nobody thought that was funny, I did. 
So the shield of faith that God has given you is strong, it's lasting faith, but you gotta care for it. How do you care for your shield of faith? A Roman soldier's shield was about six layers thick or more of leather. If the Roman soldier wanted to live a long and lasting life, it was imperative for him to pick up a vial of oil and to apply it every single day of his military life. Oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. You need a fresh anointing every day. You need to give your shield of faith a good dose of the Word of God and the Spirit of God every single day. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because the shield is representative of our faith, this analogy tells us that our faith requires, requires frequent anointings of the Holy Spirit. How do I get that oil? You get it by praying. You get it by fasting. You get it by worshiping like we did this morning. You get it by talking to God. Do you hear what I'm saying? Without it, your faith will become hard. Leather that's not treated will become hard. It will become stiff and brittle and then it will crack and it will fall apart and you will not have anything to cover you. Ephesians 6 and 16, above all, taking the shield of faith. What does above all mean? It's taken from the Greek. It means out in front of all. My goodness. So when you got that faith, that shield is out in front of everything else. It's gonna protect you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Meaning your faith is supposed to be out in the front where it can cover all. It is a defensive weapon that is out in front of all of the other pieces of armor. Taking the shield of faith. Our shield of faith can be picked up or it can be laid down. It's your choice. People struggle, Anthony, all through life because they don't have any faith. You got a choice. You can either pick it up or you can lay it down. The choice is ours to make. Have you made that choice? Are you taking care of your shield? Are you growing it? Or are you just depending on me to grow your shield? It's a struggle for me to grow my own. I gotta be self-disciplined, do you hear me? Many mistakenly, you need to hear me. Many people mistakenly think that they can successfully live Christian lives without giving attention to the development of their faith. Friend, that is a foolish choice. That is a foolish decision. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 1 and 18, this charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience, which some, listen, having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. When a believer puts away his faith, has no desire to develop his faith and keep it oiled, 
and you lay it down, your life will become a shipwreck. You need to hear me. I've been pastoring long enough to see when the ship pulls in the parking lot, if it's a wreck. I've been doing it long enough when I get the phone call, pastor, I need you to know the ship has wrecked. I'm trying to help somebody today to avoid being in a shipwreck by watering your faith with the word of God and growing your faith. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Just because everyone else is a shipwreck don't mean you have to be a shipwreck. I wonder if there's anybody in the room can identify, this, this is how I used to do when I come home from school. I never brought a school book home, never. That don't shock nobody, right? <laughs> Except on report card day when I had all D's. Here I'd get off the bus, every book. Trying to keep dad from beating me half simple. And I'd say, well dad, It's a good thing I don't have a fiery dart right now. <laughs> if I can dish it out, I can take it. Where was I? <laughs> I'd say, but dad, everybody failed that test. Dad say, I ain't worried about everybody. Anybody ever say, everybody parent ever say that? And then he would say, if they jumped off a bridge, you got, anybody else got the same dad? Would you jump off too? Uh, yeah, probably so. So I'm not worried about the First Baptist, Second Episcopal, First United Methodist. I'm worried about the Jewel Cityites that God has honored me with the privilege of pastoring. I want you to water your shield of faith, get behind it, get everything covered in your life and start marching down the field, taking every stronghold that comes your way. If that's the kind of battle you wanna be in, give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. When a believer puts away his faith, total exposure to the enemy's attacks. The purpose of the shield of faith, Paul continues, above all taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The phrase shall be able, shall be able, is taken from a word dunamis, which denotes explosive power or dynamic power. It's where we get the word dynamite. And I ask you this morning, how is your faith? Is it like dynamite or like a firecracker? How many remember JJ, dynamite? What's your faith like today? I'm being honest with you, being serious. By the use of this shield, you ought to have explosive and dynamic power. This shield is not built by leather, leather, but it's built by the word of God. My shield is a little stronger than it was 30 years ago. It didn't happen overnight. It's a process, Pastor. It's a process. But for you to wake up 30 years down the road and have that kind of shield, you gotta work it. So I ask you, are you working it today? Your faith will position you 
to be more explosive and dynamic power that God has for you. The apostle Peter declares in 1 Peter 1 and 5, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. God will help us to remain true to our faith, whatever difficult times that we face. And we will face some difficult times. There is people in this room, I watched you, I stood right over there this morning early and I watched some people come in and I know that they're going through difficult times in your life. Don't give up, don't stay home, keep watering the word of God to your spirit and watch God grow your faith and you will walk out of that valley and you will stand on the mountain again and joy will come again in the morning. You trust God and his word. God cannot lie and his word cannot lie. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Oh, there's an unseen connection between the power of God and the operation of faith in your life. It's kind of like that seed that I talked about. An unseen connection. And when the two are working hand in hand, they'll build a strong wall of defense against the enemy's tactics. He seeks who he may kill and destroy. But when you're dressed for battle, you win the war every time. The fiery darts of the enemy, the arrows in Ephesians 6, 16 are called fiery darts. They were arrows that carried fire. Long slender pieces of reed of cane filled with a combustible fluid that upon impact, it would implode, it would blow up. How many feel like you've been struck at some time in your life, huh? Paul tells us above all, somebody say above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to stand against the fiery darts of the wicked. Too many people sit down in the battle too many people lay down their shield in the battle. Very, very important. The devil and his host, I, I pray you hear me. The devil and his host are never, never your real problem. Quit blaming everything on the devil. Colossians 2 and 15, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Christ thoroughly spoiled them through his death and his resurrection. Every problem that comes your way is not from the devil. Hmm. When our shield of faith is properly anointed by the Holy Spirit and saturated in the word of God, those arrows will be extinguished upon impact. <laughs> Stop shifting the blame of everything else on somebody else. Does that make any sense to anybody? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's not always somebody else's fault. <laughs> somebody really got into that over there. God has provided for us a way to avoid being hit by the fiery darts. He's provided a way for us to escape their destructive impact. He's a way maker, amen? Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, there has no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, 
who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. The shield of faith is your way to escape from the fiery darts of the adversary. You gotta water it. The enemy's goal is to lodge an arrow of unbelief in your mind that will eventually destroy you. Most of our battles is between ears. It's right in our mind. An arrow of unbelief can be an arrow that says your marriage is not gonna make it. But when you're behind the shield of faith, the word of God rises up in you and says with God, all things are possible. The arrow that wants to strike your mind can be the arrow that says you're gonna die with cancer. But when you're behind the shield of faith, that word will rise up in you that says by his stripes you are healed. Do you hear me? That arrow that may strike your mind and penetrate that says that you're gonna go bankrupt, that you can't make your house payment, then the word of God rises up, said, hey, his name is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides, and my God is able. He is not a God of enough, but he is God of more than enough. It's your choice. You pick it up. You, you take the doctor report, you listen to the banker's report, or you take the report of the Lord. As for me and my house, I'm behind the shield of faith. I believe that there is nothing that my God can't do in my life, in your life, and in the life of this church. If you believe that, you ought to give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Ho! Come on, church. Ah, my goodness. The shield of faith. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, casting down imaginations. What thoughts in your mind today? What, what are you worried about? Are you worried about dying? I've been there. Are you worried about financial difficulties? I've been there. I could go on and on and on. I'm telling you, get behind the shield of faith. God said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. God will never allow on you more than you're able to bear. Do you hear me? Stay behind the shield of faith, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The believer, you're going to war. It's a battle. You're going to fight and struggle. You got to do these things to cast down all these evil imaginations. Am I the only one that, that just gets thoughts in my head? Man, they're, they're just crazy thoughts sometimes. Lustful thoughts. Anybody in the house ever struggle with lustful thoughts? Immoral, wrong thoughts, untrue, mean thoughts, whatever it may be. Let's be honest, we're not at the foot of the cross. We're still in the flesh. We still struggle. We still got problems. But get up and, and armor yourself and say, hey, I'm not going to be defeated no longer. I'm going to stay behind the shield of faith and I'm going to walk with God. Can you stand with me this morning? Ephesians 6 and 16. Wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The word wicked is taken from the word ponderous. And I'll take this serious right here. It means sorrow, pain, evil, 
ill, vicious. I know for a fact, I know, because I know your story, some of you. And I watched you walk in here early this morning and you got pain, sorrow, your heart's been broken. These heirs potentially carry unimaginable sorrow and pain, unimaginable. If you ignore your faith, let me me change directions. If you'll stop talking about your pain, about your sorrow that you're going through, If you'll stop, that's what the enemy wants. And he wants some misery loves company. Debbie Downer wants somebody else to get along beside of her. You need a warrior beside of you. Maybe your shield's got some cracks in it. You need to seek somebody that's got a shield twice the size of that one. It's been saturated with the oil of God and you need to get clipped into that individual. And quit talking about all the pain and the sorrow and the grief that you've been through and this one done me dirty and that one done me wrong. Start watering your faith. These errors want to destroy you and if you ignore your faith and you stay in your pity party, you lay down your praise, you lay down your word, You lay down your prayer. When that dart hits you, that air hits you, it will explode and cause you nothing more than more pain and more sorrow. Now I wanna shift gears and I want everybody at home to hear my heart. There's an individual faith that is very important, but there's a corporate faith. So live stream family and those by WBOY, hear my heart. Live stream and WBOY are great tools that God has given us. They're given, Jim, for a purpose, a purpose. And that purpose is for those that cannot be here, cannot. It's for the shut-ins. It's for those that are sick this week and can't make it. It's for those in another state or whatever. There is a purpose. But there's also, besides a personal faith, there's something very important about a corporate faith in a local church. Proverbs 27 and 17 says, iron sharpens iron. So if you got one piece of iron over here by itself, without another piece, it can't sharpen that piece and it can't be sharpened by that piece. So what happens is, if there's only one piece of iron, it becomes useless. No good to nobody around them or to God. If you intentionally by live stream or television have made a choice to stay home because it's become comfortable, you have made a foolish choice, foolish 
choice. Do you hear me? Because God expects us to live and serve in a community of believers. Now everybody in the room, you're thinking, man, I'm glad I'm here today. But you might have missed what I just said. God intends for everybody to serve. Serve. In a community of believers, I need you. You need me. And the Lord needs you. Ain't that something? You wouldn't think he needs anything. No, he does. He needs us. He wants us. Do you hear me? So I'd encourage you, my home, if you're just there because it's comfortable, get off your rear end and go to church. Well, if your home's sitting on the couch and you say, you know what, I don't like that. Too bad. Because you may not like what I'm saying, but I'm gonna tell you what the Bible says. In Hebrews, check it out. Chapter 10, verse 25. Not forsaking yourselves, assembling together in the house of the Lord. Do you hear me? Huh? He said, don't forsake to extort, to lift up, to encourage. Do you hear what I'm saying this morning? Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Roman soldiers, here's the importance of a body of believers. Be seated, be seated. I changed my mind, we ain't going home. Now you'll be able to see better. Roman soldiers, in a battle, they didn't have these pathetic little shields. The shield was connected to the loin belt of truth by a clip, which is the word of God. But there was a second clip on their shield. Come on, guys. I didn't pick no Pee Wee Herman to go to battle with me. Come on. Grab both right there. This side needs to be facing out the other side, just like that, right there. Let me over on this side, all right? So here's the importance Look at these guys, would you? Where is the beef? I got it right here, right here. Huh? Come on, let's put it together. So in a battle, they would clip their shields together. Let's walk, let's walk. That's what the local church does when somebody dies in your family. We clip ourselves together and we begin to walk in unison. This is what happens in a local body. It don't happen on your live stream couch. It don't happen on your WBOY TV. But when somebody is hurt, when somebody's child dies, when somebody goes bankrupt, when whatever is going on that we deal with daily, we clip our shield of faith together and we go to the enemy's territory and we take back what the devil has taken from us. Let's shift and go back this way. Come right on around here, huh? Is there anybody in the house? Come on, stand with me this morning as we come to a close and say, I got my shield, I'm growing my shield and 
I'm, hey, Lynn, Lynn, I'm clipped in with you, buddy. I'm clipped in. Do you hear me, Mark? I'm clipped in with you. Do you hear me? Joey, sitting back there, I got my clip hooked in, Brian. We're hooked together. We need each other. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Put these on the wall over there, would you? Come on, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Can we tell? 30 seconds. Can we thank God? Can we thank God for each other? We need each other. Remain standing. We need each other. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I need you. Look at your other neighbor. The one looks miserable right now. Say, hey, neighbor, I need you. Now I'm going to ask everybody in the room something. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. And I want you to be honest with yourself. You know the person that lies to you the most is yourself. I'm telling you. Ask yourself this question. Have I been watering my faith? Now ask yourself another question. Let me back up. If the only time you hear the word of God is when you come here on Sunday morning, you're not watering. You're not watering. If the only time you hear a prayer is when you hear Mary pray or Rita pray, you know, uh, start today. I'm not trying to offend anybody or condemn. I'm trying to encourage you to start. Does your shield have cracks? Honestly. Is it dry? Does it need a fresh anointing? Go before the great anointer and ask him, say, Lord Jesus, give me a fresh anointing. Isn't that what David was referring to in Psalms 92 and 10? He said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Are you trying to survive on what God did in your life 10 years ago? My goodness gracious. Come before the Lord and say, Lord, I need a fresh anointing. Every head up and every eye open all over the building. Be honest with me. With a show of hands, Pastor, I sure could receive. I could use a fresh anointing. Huh? Mom would cook supper. I'd be down in a creek or under the bridge there below their house. I could still hear her step on the porch and say, come and get it. If you need a fresh anointing this morning, why don't you come and get it? <laughs> oh, we've shouted, we've laughed, some of us has cried, but we can still leave dry, dry. You can fake me out, but you can't fake yourself out. You know if you're dry, come and get it. The altar's open. Come. Come. Come and get it. Come sing, guys. Come and get it. Whatever you need, whatever you need, whatever's going on in your life, come and get it. It never runs low. As they're coming, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed now, as they're coming, those that are coming to the altar continue to come. But if you're here this morning and you have never given your life to Jesus Christ,
today you can make that choice and you can pick up an armor of faith and watch it grow in your life. If that's you and you know that you're not right with God, slip your hand up real high. I'm not gonna come to you. I'm not gonna drag you down here. I'll see your hand, ma'am. Thank you. Somebody else. Somebody else. I'll see your hand, ma'am. Somebody else. I'll see your hand there in the back. Somebody else this morning. Like to give your life to Christ. Anybody else? Those that raise your hand. I want you to raise your heart. I want you to talk to the Lord from your soul, from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, today I acknowledge that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. And Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. From this day forward, Lord, I'll do my best to live my life for you. Help me to water my faith. Holy Spirit, saturate me and grow me in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, let's put our hands together and welcome them to the family of God. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. 